0: As a part of this mission series from the book of Acts, we've invited some of our international partners to join us in this preaching series. And uh, the difficulty of getting them here during a season of COVID is, has not been possible, but due to wonderful technology, we're able to uh, bring you Sam Babu this morning from India uh, as our preacher. I first met Sam, it's probably been about six years ago now, at uh, an FEC gathering, and just instantly, in, even with some language barrier and all that cultural differences uh, just resonated with him immediately we're about the same age and as we shared experiences and shared life we just felt a real connection in christ and so he's been a dear friend ever since i've had the privilege of traveling to india a few times with some of you and just seeing his ministry firsthand and it's so important that we resource these guys church if If you've been a part of the church for a long time, you know that the typical missionary missions paradigm 50 years ago was for us Westerners to equip and fund and then send people to go overseas to proclaim the gospel. Um, That's not nearly as necessary as it used to be. We still have some of those ventures in some places where there is no church, but we, we feel the wiser today is to resource godly leaders Men and women in other places in the globe who are indigenous to to, to their country and and, and can be much more effective in propagating the gospel there. India is one of those places, and the need is incredible. Um, India is a huge country in population, yet it's only about 2.5% Christian. 2.5%. And the, the dominant religion there is Hinduism. And as Sam will tell you if you go over there, he say, We have about thirty-three 30 million gods in India. It's the best I got. Um, meaning there's just unlimited gods in this country and you walk down the streets of any city and every couple blocks there'll be these little shrines where people kind of worship. Some families have their own family gods. And so one of the challenges of preaching the gospel there is is people hear it and they go, oh, this Jesus Christ? Okay, I'll receive him and kind of add him, so to speak, to my portfolio of other gods. And so Sam understands this in ways that we couldn't. One of the fellows I've traveled with to India is a guy named Billy Cook. He's from Illinois. Billy used to be with Caterpillar, and he, he would go into the country and set up things so Caterpillar could build a manufacturing center there. He spent a lot of years in India, and he told me on one trip, he said, the more I'm in this country, the less I understand their culture. And so it's so important that we partner with these godly men and women that God has um, orchestrated connections with, and Sam is one of those guys. Sam and Esther first began ministry when they were first married as young people and they walked village to village or on bicycles or found ways to get to next village to just evangelize and share the gospel. They've been faithful at this for decades. They started a ministry with children about 10, 12 years ago and they call it child camp. And I was there one year for a children's camp of about a thousand kids And to see how God works and how God authenticates his gospel through some amazing signs and wonders there that are needed to help these Hindu people understand that Jesus is the true, real, sovereign God in flesh Uh, was amazing to do. And now, a lot of those kids that have come to Christ through that are now Sam's young leaders, and he's training them and sending them to plant churches. And he's identified like 3,000 pastors in his region, what we'd call one or two, or kind of the tri-state area we'd call that. And Sam is trying to train these people, make sure they understand the fullness of the gospel, resourcing them so they can plant new churches out in these extreme rural areas. And so this morning you're going to hear from him and his his message is very relevant to our series of being on mission. You'll find it extremely relevant just to your own life as well, given this year of a pandemic. And so um, we're thankful for the technology that allows this to happen. Let me pray and then we'll give it to Brother Sam. Father, thank you for these partnerships you've enabled us to have in the gospel globally. And for Brother Sam and Esther, Lord, as they do uh, just amazing work for your gospel. I encourage them uh, right now, Lord. It's it's night there. They're, I'm sure, asleep by this point. But uh, just thank you <clears throat> for his partnership in the gospel. Encourage, Lord, empower them with great strength to move forward. And encourage us now through his words as he brings your word to us. Um, may you help us to push through our fears according to your truth and to be empowered and and... Excited about uh, joining Sam and all of your people on mission for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Dear friends, hi, Pastor Matt and the Crossroads Church and the leadership team. We are very grateful to you. First of all, hello to you and then I'm very, very grateful to you all. All of you really stood for us. If you would have not stand for us I would have not gone this far thank you so much by the way my name is Sam Babu Mari from India I am pastor and evangelist I'm very thankful to you for all the love and all the support and all the prayers of church members we love you and we are praying for you my name is Sam Babu Mari as you know and my mother was high school teacher Was very staunch Christian. She raised us with a strong Christian foundation. In my childhood, I have to memorize a new scripture every day. Otherwise, there was no breakfast for us. That is how I was raised. But I was not serious about God. At the age of 16, I was born again and I have accepted. Jesus Christ as my personal savior. And then all my mother's teachings about God has become real to me. My mother always used to tell me about her father. That's my grandfather who was a missionary. My mother told us all the tales of my grandfather as a missionary, how he faced a lot of troubles and trials. Those days are more dangerous days for Christians than now. My grandpa had 11 kids and out of 11 children, five kids have died out of hungry and out of poverty. My mom was one out of six survived. She took up all her father's faith and she imparted that faith in us. All my grandpa's stories motivated me to become a missionary. After receiving Christ, as days pass by, my desire has been increased to become a full-time minister of God. When I inquired all the pastors around me about my desire to be a servant of God, but they told me that I must be called by God. I don't know how to know the call of God on me, or I don't know how to be uh, called by God. They told me that God speaks through dreams and visions. I waited upon Lord, prayed, fasted, but Lord never called me in my dreams or in my visions. This really shattered me. I did not hear his voice in my dream or in my vision, I did not hear. Then seriously, I started reading Bible. I have realized the word of God is the will of God and the word of God is the mind of God. I realized the best means to hear God is from the Bible. Yes, it's the best way. Matthew sixteen twenty four unlocked a revelation and opened my eyes. Matthew 16, 24, let me read for you, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Jesus said, if any man, that is is clicked to me, if any man, means any man who wants to follow him, hallelujah. He allowed them to follow them. Follow him. This really made me free. I came into this category. If any man will come after me, that means if any man desires to follow him, he is allowed to follow him. I was glad that I desired to follow him. So according to the scripture, he allowed me to follow him by all means. I'm not against if somebody is called by visions and dreams. But my opinion is the best way to confirm the call of God or the will of God is through the Bible, which is the word of God. And Matthew 28:19 made me so serious about God and serious about missions. Matthew 28:19, go then and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Make disciples of all nations. Dear friends, I want you to look into the scripture. God commands us to make them as disciples, but not as believers. Of course, in the beginning we are believers, but God commands us to grow as disciples. This command is for everyone who believes in Christ. Many times you might have heard about the qualities of disciple through your pastor and through your church messages. A disciple is the one who will exchange everything that belongs to him to carry his yoke. Matthew 28-19 says this way, Go then and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father, Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, 19 enhanced my vision and I started mentoring people to make them disciples and watched. Many of them went to mission field to serve the Lord. Now we have about 3,000 pastors are in our network ready to be trained by us. And with the help of Northwoods and Serge, we have established 80 church plants. God enabled us to conduct many child camps and then youth camps. Thousands of children and youths are blessed. When Jesus was alive on the planet Earth, He gave a prayer request to disciple. Let me read Matthew 9:37. Then He said to His disciples, "The harvest indeed is plentiful, but the laborers are few." His prayer is still echoing. Still harvest is plenty and the mission field is very big but the laborers are few. Missions are the center of God's heart. Pray and stand and support to raise missionaries in India and in and everywhere around the world. Dear friends, this is the highest time and the last missions time for the world. Everywhere Hatred on Christianity is rising. In in India, Hindu fanatic government has come to the power. They are slowly closing the doors for evangelism. Now God has opened many doors to reach the India, pray and support missions, go or send. In the beginning, I have a lot of fears, a lot of fears when I started this mission's journey. But the revelation of Jesus Christ, or the true knowledge of Jesus Christ, made me strong to go ahead. Made me strong to go ahead. These are my fears, which I've overcame with the revelation of Jesus Christ. Fear number one, I used to think, if I do anything for God, I thought, I have to be perfect in all ways. And I should not miss the mark. This is my fear. What if, what if, if I miss the mark? Will I find peace with God if I do something wrong and repent about it? Second Corinthians 5.21 says, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who know no sin, that we might be made righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah, God has covered us with his righteousness, which depends upon his works. Praise the Lord, the righteousness which stays on me did not depend on my works. It's a great relief. I can face him anytime, any day. The revelation on the righteousness of God made me so strong. Here was my other fear I had to, I had to uh, dealt with, Saturn is so mighty. I, so I thought I need a lot of power to overcome the devil. I tried my best to be powerful through fastings, prayer, and waiting. It is not wrong to fast and pray. But knowing the truth gives us breakthrough. But I always felt powerless to overcome the Satan. Finally, when I realized that all the power is in him, we will never have any power, but I have realized that God has given us authority to use that power which is in Him only by faith on Jesus, faith in His name. Let me read the scriptures for you, Luke 10:19. Let me read for you. Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon the serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of enemy. And nothing shall injure you. Authority is given us. Over all the power of enemy. That is a great relief to me. I will show you the other scripture. Acts 3.12 When Peter and John they made miracles. They said this. And when Peter it, He answered unto people. Ye men of Israel. Why marvel ye at this? Or why Look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our power, our our holiness, we had made this man to walk. Acts 3.16. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Whom you see and know, yeah, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. This is the other relief for me. I have no need to struggle to have power. Always trust in Jesus and use use his name to release the power. Made me so strong. This this revelation made me strong. strong. I have other fear too. What if any mistake happened in my life? Will he continue the same relationship with me? I have realized. Repenting and renouncing a mistake or sin will always ...restores my relationship with God... ...it is a great relief... ...his relationship with me... ...is always the same... ...that did not depend on my works... ...but my relationship with him... ...depends on believing Jesus Christ... ...I want you to... ...understand... ...his relationship with us... ...will never be broken... ...but when you sin... ...your relationship with him... ...will be damaged... ...if you repent and renounce it he is never changed his relationship is never be changed again we develop our relationship with God okay the scripture always strengthen me 1st uh, John 1st chapter 7th verse the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all the sins what a relief what a relief if I repent and renounce my mistakes Jesus will cleanse yesterday's sins and today's sins and tomorrow's sins too. What a relief. Dear friends, to be a strong missionary and have an impact on the world, one needs to be established in the truth that who Jesus is and what he has done to us. I used to have a fear of sickness. What if uh, sickness attacks me? What if, if I get a cancer? These scriptures draw that fear off. Isaiah 53, 4. Surely he has borne our griefs, sickness, weakness, and distress, and carried our sorrows. First Peter, second chapter, twenty-fourth verse says, "By whose stripes you are healed." What a relief! You will take care of your health. I used to have the fear of lack and poverty. This scripture drove my fear. Let me read this. Philippians 4 chapter nineteenth verse. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in the glory by Jesus Christ. What a relief. All my needs will be met by him according to his riches in glory. Wow. Let me read another scripture. 2 Corinthians 8 chapter 9th verse. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, at for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. What a relief that he has given his riches and made us rich. People started talking about one must have anointing to do the ministry. I was a little worried. I don't know how to have anointing. But I have realized That we have anointed one in us and we have the anointing. Let me read the scripture Ephesians 1st chapter 19 from verses 19 through 23. And 1st John 2nd chapter 20th verse talks about the anointing is already there in us. What a relief! I found that everything I need is already mine through Jesus Christ. I found answers for, for all my fears in the scriptures and the greatest thing above all is we have been blessed with the Holy Spirit. You and I have the Holy Spirit to guide us and to lead us. First Corinthians 6 chapter 19th verse and Acts 2:38 tells us that we have the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit as a gift given to us because we believed in Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is none other than the person in the Holy Trinity. What a relief. What a relief. What all I said about being established in truth and driving out all our fears of mine made me so strong. I have seen many miracles. I have seen healings. And many people have been delivered from the demons. Thousands have been blessed by, by our ministry. Dear friends, Being established in truth and doing missions. Oh, nothing is greater than these two things. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you know the truth, our missions will be fruitful and effective and affects the whole world. My slogan is establish in truth and stand for missions. Go or send. Go or send. Mission field is waiting for you. Hear the God's heartbeat. Go or send. May God give you the ear to hear. May God bless you richly and abundantly. Greetings from India. Amen.